1: Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in over 1,200 regions from literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of Ireland, the United Kingdom, and Mexico, and in the states of Washington, Texas, and Connecticut. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show's success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, your intuition. This connection gives you an inner foundation of love which eliminates fear. It is through this love that you can heal the planet and yourself and make the shift into the fourth dimension earth. Our higher self helps us find safety and can even save our own life and others' lives. We must train ourselves to trust our higher self and never go against it. Don't talk yourself out of something that feels right to you or let what others say or think influence what you do. Please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Limit your access to the news. Too much news can create fear, sadness, and depression. Minimize your exposure to things that you cannot change. Watching the news can be more upsetting than listening to it or reading it. Pay attention to your responses to the different media and get your news in the way that upsets you the least. Once you have the information, you don't have to keep exposing yourself to the trauma of the day over and over again. Some people pride themselves on being news junkies. Even the word junkie should be a warning that too much news is addictive and not good for you. This tip is especially important if you're in the habit of watching the news before bedtime because that will interfere with a good night's sleep. As our guest today knows, anxiety makes sleeping more difficult, which ultimately impacts your health, especially in current times when there is so much violence and discord. We are all experiencing increased levels of fear. It's as if we're all living with PTSD. We need a good night's sleep in order for our bodies and minds to recover, heal, and be ready to face a new day with positive energy and optimism. I think there's a reason we have late night comedy shows. Intuitively, people know it's better to go to sleep smiling and laughing than sad and fearful. Yes, we have to know what's going on. in the world, but we also have to be sensible. Some things we can change and others we cannot. We have a moral obligation to work for positive change in the world, and we also have an obligation to ourselves, our loved ones, and our community to not destroy our own health in the process. We all must continue to find the joy in our own lives and spread optimism and hope. In our first show of the year, Psychic Dwan Washington emphasized the importance of our growing in hope, compassion, and love. He called it the soul lesson for 2018. That's why my next workshop is Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. No matter what is going on in your life or in the world, you can always find something to be grateful for. Happiness is the result of how we think about our circumstances and not what our circumstances are. When we focus on the negative, that's all we see and we miss the amazing things that are good in our lives. I've learned to notice what I wish were different but not dwell on it. I no longer get stuck in the pain and drama. Instead, I keep my attention on the good things, the things that make me smile and bring me joy and hope. From that place of gratitude and happiness, it's easy to bring and more of the same, so that the good things keep multiplying. When something is especially challenging, I focus on what I am learning and how I am growing in wisdom, knowledge, strength, patience, compassion, empathy, and or love, including self-love. There was always something to be grateful for, yet 80% of our thoughts are negative, and even worse, 90% of our thoughts about ourselves are negative. We worry one to eight hours a day. Most heart attacks occur Sunday night due to worry about work, and only 8% of what we worry about actually happens. Negative thoughts eat up our time, energy, health, and self-esteem. We must discover new ways of thinking and focus on hope and silver linings. Our very lives depend on it. In our time together, you will learn how to shift your thoughts from fear, worry, and negativity to hope. Find the silver linings in every situation and have compassion for yourself and others. We will be meeting on Saturday, March 3rd. For details and registration, go to paulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech or to present this workshop or another one like Overcoming Abuse in Your Area all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love. In our lives, my show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Dr. Pankaj Vidge, who will talk with us about preventing and reversing diabetes, obesity, heart disease, and other metabolic diseases by treating the causes In last week's show, Graham Phillips treated us to a fun and fascinating look into the discoveries proving that King Arthur, Queen Guinevere, Camelot, Excelsior, and Merlin were all real. In our current world of physical and verbal violence, isn't it nice to know that the Knights of the Round Table did exist and that chivalry, the quest for peace, and the use of good magic were alive and well? We can choose to use this new information to empower our belief in the goodness in the world. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. You can also listen to any episodes that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the episodes on demand. As one listener said, when she listens to a show more than once, the information sinks in at a deeper level and she picks up new ideas ideas she missed previously. You have easy access any time of day or night allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, commuting in the middle of the night or when needing some hope, comfort and inspiration whenever it is. I'm here for you. And now you can add to the benefits of my show by following Marion Stephens' story in my blog. She is sharing with us how she is using the information in each episode to change her life. As she wrote in an upcoming blog, I am pleased with the changes that are happening in my household By simply listening to the show, applying the tip of the week to my life, and being more mindful, I'm excited to share several positive changes, and many more are in the works. Randy from Seattle wrote me, Reading Marion's insights is so helpful that I want to listen to the episodes, too. Now it's time for my silver lining story. I'm going to share three stories with you today. The first one was told to me by a friend, Cheryl, who was driving home alone late one night when she had a flat tire. Since she was just a few blocks from her destination, she decided to walk home and deal with fixing the flat in the morning. Given the time of night, she didn't feel safe walking alone. She solved her problem by calling the local police station. The policewoman said she would stay on the phone until Cheryl was safely home. Although Cheryl isn't very comfortable with superficial conversation, she also didn't like the silence. So she decided to try talking with the policewoman while she was walking. As Cheryl relayed the story to me, she said it was one of the most pleasant conversations she could remember having with a complete stranger. It turned out they were both from Detroit, had a delightful time finding things in common. Cheryl took what could have been a traumatic experience with a flat tire in the middle of the night and awkward silence with a stranger on the other end of the phone into a pleasant social interaction that brightened both of their lives. So much so that days later, my friend was still sharing the story and recreating that happy feeling. My car has been broken into twice over the last three years by people obviously looking for something worth stealing. The first time they broke my window, which caused me time and money to fix. They found $2 in change that I keep in a little drawer in my car. This time they didn't break the window. Obviously there are now devices that can override the locks and alarm systems that are supposed to protect my car from break-ins. I didn't even know they had been there until I got in the car and saw the contents of my glove compartment thrown all over my front seat. This time they missed the $2 and change and didn't seem to want the small umbrella coupons or bottle of water that were stored in there. I was relieved that I didn't have to replace the car window, which cost me over over $200 previously. It is, however, a violation of my personal space and creates a feeling of not being safe. After I put everything back, I continued to the grocery store. I felt calm and thought it was okay until I was checking out and I heard myself telling the cashier that my car had just been broken into. She simply said, I'm sorry that happened to you. I felt an instant shift in my body. Whatever stress was there disappeared. Her compassion connected us as people, not as employee and customer. The conversation expanded and we began talking about moving to Texas and what brought us here. A a crime became an opportunity for empathy and kindness, just like my friend's flat tire created the same opportunity for human connection, proving again that it isn't what happens to you, it's what you do with your experience that makes all the difference. My third story is about a woman who called me because she wanted to attend my upcoming workshop. In the phone message, she said she somehow found my website. She proceeded to share that she had been abused since childhood when her mother put cocaine in her milk bottle. And she wanted people to know that they are never alone because God is always with them. She ended by asking me to call her back. When I did return recur- her call, she was surprised, saying, I didn't think you'd call. We spoke for a few minutes, and I gave her the information she needed to attend the workshop. After we said goodbye, she, but before she hung up, I heard her telling the people she lives with, Dr. Paula Joyce called me back. There was such excitement and joy in her voice. It demonstrated so clearly how we never know the full impact of our actions, even a seemingly small thing. With all of the abuse she has experienced, including homelessness, she has the passion of wanting to heal and of wanting others to know that God is always with them. Once again, your life isn't what, about what happens to you. What matters is how you think about what happens and how you use it to create your life in a positive way. Our guest today, Dr. Pankaj Vij is a medical doctor and the author of Turbo Metabolism. He has helped thousands of patients lose weight, manage chronic health conditions, and improve their physical fitness. He's a firm believer in the mind-body-spirit connection and emphasizes the importance of transforming the mind before transforming the body. He integrates the wisdom of the East with his medical knowledge. He's a sought-after speaker, volunteers at a local free clinic, and has led medical missions in Honduras and India. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all our episodes, I post uplifting messages messages to you and I repost videos that will make you laugh feel good about all the kindness in the world fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals the delight of dance and music and the joy of being alive with all the violence hurtful words anger and fear that's being spread we must find a way to keep ourselves positive only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world the answer to hate is love as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, please go to my website, PaulaJoyce.com, to like us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution then read about and register for my discovering hope and silver linings workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area your question for today is how can you create more positive human connections with people Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Pankaj Vidge, who will talk with us about preventing and reversing diabetes, obesity, heart disease, and other metabolic diseases by treating the causes.
2: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach millions of people. If this interests you, if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down how you can create more positive human connections with people. I'm so pleased to welcome Dr. Pankaj Vidge, who will talk with us about preventing and reversing diabetes, obesity, heart disease, and other metabolic diseases by treating the causes. Dr. Vidge, I I just first have to start by saying what a joy it is for me to have you on the show. I love the work that you're doing, and it's in direct alignment with what I believe and what I try to promote on this show. And it's a pleasure to have an MD who has the research and the medical knowledge and has put this all together to help people. So, thank you
3: thank you dr paula it 's such a pleasure to be on your show and Just listening to your introduction, I could tell that we are in one hundred percent alignment. so thank you for doing such great work that you 're doing reaching out to so many people and Good morning to your listeners as well all over the world. It might be good evening in some places
1: <laughs> exactly exactly um, and And so tell us how how the idea of the mind um controlling everything and the mind, body, spirit connection. Talk with us a little bit about how that works in preventing and reversing
3: these diseases. You know, it's really interesting. In in Western medicine, we're trained to sort of break everything down and and fragment it and get to uh, the molecular basis of, of things. And what we find is often that it's frustrating when you try to compartmentalize things in that way. You know, it just doesn't work because everything is interconnected. It's a two-way communication. It's it's not just that the mind is controlling what happens in the body, but the body is controlling what's going on in the mind too. And in my interest in metabolic diseases with overweight, obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease, you know, you can give somebody pills. You can even put them on a special diet. But as soon as they're done with that special diet, the problem comes right back because you have to work on healing the mind. And when you heal the mind, the body simply follows and then everything else, the diet, the pills, the surgeries, everything else can help. But until you begin with healing the mind and the spirit, it is very, very difficult or I would say impossible to heal the physical body because they're absolutely interconnected.
1: And that's my personal experience as well. And, I've been correcting, as my regular listeners know, my scoliosis, and it's been a, as well as other physical difficulties that grew up, uh, grew out of a life of negative thoughts and painful emotions that I didn't know what to do with. And it really did start with my choosing to think about things differently, see the world differently, and then everything began to shift.
3: This is so true and and we're learning this in the world of addiction medicine as well and I think a lot of parallels between addiction medicine, addiction to drugs and alcohol or addiction to, you know, junk food is very, very much similar. We're trying to suppress some emotion or numb the pain and we're using a drug, whether it's a street drug, something that's illegal or legal or, or simply Food. You could be using ice cream as a drug to numb the pain and until we get to the bottom of where that pain is coming from and work on ways to actually heal it, that's treating the cause and, and really tackling the problem at the root. And when you tackle the root of the problem, you treat the cause of the problem and the symptoms simply disappear.
1: Um, I I love what you're saying. I have to add a little joke here because when you talked about ice cream to numb the problem, I I literally used to do that. I would like take a whole container of ice cream until my mouth was numb.
3: (laughs) And And I know many people that do that and, and, you know, and they're they might be ashamed or to talk about the real problem or they feel like nobody wants to hear it or they've they, they've sort of brushed it under the rug and you're just treating the symptoms but it's like you've got this deep wound underneath and until you get to it and start healing from the depths of the wound simply putting a bandaid on the on the problem is not going to solve it and i think that's that's what drugs and alcohol do that's what ice cream or chips or junk food, whatever you want to name, which are legal drugs, and having similar or worse harmful effects in the long term, just like alcohol and drugs. That's what, that's what junk food does. And, again, that's not the solution, but telling somebody to eat a specific kind of diet is, only helps as long as they're able to stick with that diet. And, and the moment you take them off, until you've treated the causes, all the problems come right back.
1: So how do we do that? I, I agree with you and I know you're right. And yet it's so difficult to get to those painful thoughts and emotions. And sometimes we're so used to living with them that we can't, don't even hear the thoughts as harmful or feel the emotions as harmful. It just feels like who we are.
3: It is you you, know, you live you live a certain way long enough, and it just starts to feel normal, but it 's also true that once you get rid of the problem and the person has the energy and the vitality and the vigor and the innate joy that 's released from within. They can't believe that they were living in that miserable state and thought that that was their normal. And that's what I think of when I say "turbo metabolism." The title of my book. It's metabolism is about energy, and and the word "turbo" to me communicates just having something that's just boundless and in, in just charging forward. And that's how we're designed to be. We're designed to be charging forward, boundless energy to do beautiful things in in our short time that we have in the universe. And that's the feeling that can be unleashed when we essentially remove the dampers in the circuit. We remove the rheostats, the things that are sort of slowing down the current, and have the full potential. We should all be living to our full potential. I, need, I want to be living as the best version of me. Dr. Paula, I know you're living as the best version of you, and we wish that for all of our listeners, too.
1: Yes, absolutely. And that connection that you just made was so powerful between our own energy. Sometimes we're afraid. Um, what did Marion Williamson say that we're more afraid of our light than we are of our darkness? And so we dampen our energy by harming our metabolism.
3: Wow. It, well, it, it, and sometimes it's intentional, and a lot of times it's unintentional because we may be making choices thinking that we're making these choices on our own, but they're being made, sort of me, being made for us because we're being brainwashed with everything that we're hearing in the news and the media and advertising, and we're living in a culture that just promotes this unhealthy lifestyle, so that doesn't help either that we're constantly barraged with messages of that are telling us to do the things that are going to take us away from turbo metabolism.
1: Uh, yes, and and then sometimes we're just so busy that we think our only way to feed ourselves is fast food or um, unhealthy foods because we don't have time to stop and make a healthy healthy choices.
3: Well, we're choosing what's convenient, familiar. And palatable right and and this, this, this and unfortunately, in the obesogenic environment that we live in, right we're just bombarded with with stuff that's not even really food. We talk about fast food and, and we call it junk food. it really is junk, not food, and it, but it's familiar, right everybody recognizes. Those foods, it's it's convenient because it's everywhere. You could be in, you know, rural Texas, and you'll find McDonald's, Burger King, KFC somewhere, you know, within reach. You're much more likely to find those than a farmers market with fresh fruits and vegetables. And, boy, is it palatable, right? It's designed to be hyper palatable. It's designed much in the same way that, you know, synthetic drugs are designed to get you hooked, to get you addicted at the first bite. I mean, they're right when they say, you can't just eat one, right? You, you open this packet, and we guarantee you're going to eat the whole packet because it's going to light up the reward centers in your brain just like heroin or cocaine will, and you're not going to be able to stop. We know it. They've done the research. And and we think we're making choices out of our own free will, but in reality, those choices have been made for us already.
1: Uh, yes, I remember at one point I actually spent two years eating absolutely no sugar or white flour because I felt like I had to... Um, it, have a a a, a total um, break from those foods in order to get it out of my system, so that I didn't crave them anymore.
3: Yeah, in a way, it's thinking about you know if you're sitting in a house where you know everybody's playing really loud music all the time, it's a really noisy environment, and you just or you're working in a factory or or a bus station, and it's really noisy. You just tune out that level of noise, and if you take a break and go to a quiet place where it's not that noisy, now you come back to that bus station, and you're going to say, oh, my God, this is crazy. How can I even survive here? Because the sensitivity goes much higher if you take a break. But if you're living in that environment, if you're constantly being bombarded with salt, sugar, and fat, we're so used to salt, sugar, and oil and everything that we don't even recognize that it's there. Everything is sweet. Everything is salty. Everything has... some kind of unhealthy fat, some butter or synthetic oil added to it, and we just take that as the norm.
1: Uh, It's interesting that you said that because I also noticed that after my diet got healthy, that if I would eat something with an unhealthy oil in it, it had such an unpleasant taste, I couldn't eat it. You know, after the first bite, it was like, no, I I don't want that. It's horrible.
3: That's exactly right and that's why I think a lot of people take breaks and do cleanses if you take a 10-day cleanse where you eliminate you know white flour and sugar or cut out the salt in your diet or you could some people go really extreme and you can actually go on a water only fast you know you can easily survive on just water for 20 to 30 days all of us can do it you can do it I can do it And that's a good way to just cleanse the palate, if you will, and start all over. Obviously, I don't recommend that if someone's a diabetic and they're on insulin and other medicines or they're on blood pressure medicines, heart medicines, it should be under supervision. But certainly, if you're generally healthy and not on any medications and you just want to clean things up, it's perfectly safe to take a break. We should all be doing that intermittent fasting. Humans have been doing it for thousands of years in every culture. And it's very, very healthy to do that from time to time.
1: Uh, Yes, I agree. And I also went through a period of nine months where I was on a raw foods diet. And that changed the way I want to eat um, forever. I mean, I can't imagine. I eat some cooked foods now and I'm not, you know, uh, uh, strict about things, but it's just their are choices that I want to make because it's what I want to eat.
3: This is so interesting, Dr. Paula. As we're talking about different kind of techniques of changing the diet and different ways of eating and keep thinking about how much of this is about your mind right and you said the word power so it's empowering to actually know that you could do that it's empowering to know that you could survive on raw foods or you could survive without sugar and white flour or you know you could survive without any food just water for so many days and that's such a powerful thing and I think again that, that shows us the power of our mind and how we once we've done something, then we know that that's within our capacity. And until you've tried it once, you probably didn't even think it was possible.
1: Yes, and, and you're exactly right. It did strengthen and empower my mind and help me make wiser choices in my life because I realized I did have the strength um, to follow what made sense to me in the moment and what I wanted.
3: Um, but there's so many things that we just keep on doing because we perceive that we don't have any control, but in reality, we do have control over every moment, over every day, over every minute, the choices that we're making, the type of food that we're eating, the activity that we're having, even the thoughts, you know, if you're what, what you're choosing to think is well within your control. And in the intro, you were talking about you know, decreasing negative exposures to uh, you know fearful and hateful messages coming from the media, whether it's in the news or some other programming that's coming your way. Those are all choices that we make, right? We have the choice to change the channel. We have the choice to listen to Dr. Paula, who's going to give us positive messages and you know make the day a little bit better. And what better time to do that than at the beginning of the day when you're setting the tone for the for the entire day.
1: Um, I, I love that, and that's a perfect place for us to go to break, and when we come back, I want us to talk about how you help people make better choices. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to read my new blog and sign up for my newsletter. you receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life and helping to do exactly what Dr. Vidge is talking about, making better choices. This process came to me in that space between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down how you can better manage your stress and your choices. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Pankaj Vidge, who will talk with us about preventing and reversing diabetes, obesity, heart disease, and other metabolic diseases by treating the causes.
2: Your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call one 888 346 9141 That's one 1- 888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit.
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you can better manage your stress and your choices. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Jethraia can help you make positive change in your life. And I'm so glad we're here with Dr. Pankaj Vidge, who's talking with us about preventing and reversing diabetes, obesity, heart disease, and other metabolic diseases by treating the causes. Um, Dr. Vidge, let's pick up where, where we were, please, with how do you help your patients and what advice do you have to our listeners to help them make better choices?
3: Well, I think the message is really simple. We have overcomplicated it uh, over time, but really the message is really simple. And my approach is to meet people where they are, right? Let's meet where you are and let's start with small changes. Let's change with whatever you can change, whatever you're willing to change. We'll make it bite sized pieces, right? The way to eat an elephant how do you eat an elephant? You eat it one bite at a
1: time. (laughs)
3: So my my approach is simple. We talk about feet, forks, and fingers, sleep, stress, and love. It's just those six things are the master levers of health. What we do with our feet is we walk. What we do with our forks is we eat. Uh, so I emphasize a nutrient-dense, plant-rich diet, plant power all the way as much as you can. Ninety percent of your plate should be plants. Fingers is Smoking, so we want to avoid smoking and other toxins, and I would include alcohol, drugs, pesticides, herbicides, GMOs, all in that category of uh, toxins. So we covered feet, forks, and fingers, and the other three are a lot in alignment with everything that you talk about every day, Dr. Paula, which is sleep, right? We want to get enough sleep, we want to get good quality sleep, which means turn off the news. Stay away from your screens in the evening. Don't eat heavy meals late at night. Maybe go for a a stroll in the evening and do something that's relaxing and calming and uplifting. So so you can get the amount of sleep that you need and the quality of the sleep that you need. Managing stress is is huge, and we could do probably a whole show just on that. But you touched upon the key points. Managing stress is about having outlets. It's about having optimism. It's about having some control and predictability in your life it's about having social connections and in fact that's the sixth lever which is love love is about having meaningful social relationships right making lifestyle change is not really about willpower it's more about friend power if you're surrounded by people that can support you and help you and keep you on track and while giving you positive feedback and encouragement rather than shame and guilt you're much more likely to sustain in long-standing lifestyle change. And if there's underlying trauma, resentment, uh, shame, guilt, uh, issues from the past, those need to be addressed at some point. The sooner the better because until those get addressed, we're much more likely to go back to our uh, self-destructive habits. But really the message is so simple. It's feet, forks, and fingers, sleep, stress, and love. It's how we eat, move, sleep and live that makes all the difference
1: it's it's really about lifestyle And making choices that make us feel good um, as opposed to, you know, if I overeat, I don't feel good. Or if I eat the wrong things, I don't feel good. I know this is going to make some people laugh, but I actually don't really enjoy chips anymore. What I've come to enjoy are kale chips because I still like you know the texture it's kind of fun to chew a chip but kale is delicious <laughs> um and and that's what happens when you change the choices that you make suddenly what you think ooh that must be awful really tastes good
3: but it takes time and that's why i say let's meet where you are right and, and that's why my My book, Turbo Metabolism, is all about that. It's not about a prescriptive approach. It's not about, here's I'm writing you a prescription and you need to fill this prescription exactly the way I wrote it. But it's more of an open-minded invitation to check in with yourself. And, you know, try things out or try adding things or try taking things out. I and mean, there are some things that, that are absolute where you have to take out the trash, take out the stuff that you know is junk food, processed food, and not have it because you're going to need to take out the trash to make room for the good stuff. Uh, but mm, for the most part, is it is a, a journey, a dance that we can do together and not a prescription. And it's all about open-minded experimentation and looking at what works and what doesn't work And while keeping in mind that, again, the physical is is the easy part, the harder part is the sleep, stress, and social. If we can manage stress better with mindfulness meditation, with yoga, finding other techniques, you know, seeing a therapist if you need to see a therapist, right, there's no shame in that. Uh, Making sure you're getting good quality and quantity of sleep investing in those meaningful social relationships, in those high-quality friends and loved ones that really care about you and you care about them and they're going to help you stay on track. The physical part becomes easy. You know That's that's really quite simple. It's, it's a matter of changing the environment. You take out the trash. You make room for the good stuff. You get some good walking shoes and start making a commitment to go for a walk. Get those 10,000 steps. That's a good start. And, you know... Eliminate toxins as much as you can, and that's pretty straightforward. If we can take care of the mental and the spiritual part, the physical part will just follow. I guarantee it. I promise it. Try it out.
1: Well, and it's a good place to start. Um, I, I love what you said about, you know, eating an elephant one bite at a time is to look at, you know, what is appealing to me. It's like, I remember reading years ago, do whatever exercise you enjoy doing. Well, I love dancing, okay? I don't like going to the gym, but I love dancing. Well, it turns out dancing is great exercise, um, you know, I yeah, if
3: you like dancing, dancing is great. If you want to go horseback riding, if you want to go swimming, you like to go hiking, you like to go to Zumba, right? It's all good. It's, as long as you're moving your body, everything counts.
1: So I, I say that because I think it's important that we sort of open up some of the belief systems that we have or some of the myths that we've been taught about. You know, if you're not... Um, Pumping iron, or if you're not doing this or that or the other thing, then you're not really exercising. You know that that um, that we've kind of been constricted. In, uh, in, in talking about things in limited ways and to sort of open our minds to more possibilities. You know, like you mentioned yoga. Um, for a long time, I was doing yoga and Pilates. And I found that for me, I change, you know, I like doing something for a while, then I do something else. Um, and, and that all that's okay and actually good if that's what's working for me.
3: Right. Then that's the key. Like when people ask me what's the best exercise, my answer is the best exercise is the one that you will do. (laughs) Exactly. And what's a bad workout? A bad workout is the one that didn't happen, right? (laughs) Any exercise is good. You only have to move on the days that you eat. So, you know, make the right choices. You know what those choices are. Start where you are. We can piggyback on existing habits when we we're trying to build new habits we piggyback on something that's already there right you keep your floss right next to your toothbrush because when that way when you're brushing your teeth you're flossed them too uh, what if you kept your your uh, you know your your dance stuff or your zumba attire right next to the toothbrush or maybe you left it in the sink the night before now when you go to brush your teeth you're going to see your running shoes or your exercise stuff you have to pull it out of the sink or i just put it in the car <laughs> the night before so there's no excuses i get my exercise done on my way home. And it's, it's like that. You make, you make it the default. You make it the normal, right? And then it, things just happen automatically. If you, set, if you set yourself up to make them happen, they're going to happen automatically.
1: That's such a great tip, and, and it's also like a reminder because until a habit gets fixed, it's easy to forget that that's what you want to do. You get busy doing something else, but if your running shoes are in the car seat you know, next to you, when you get in the car, it's hard to not see them and hard not to remember. Oh, yeah, I want to do that on my way home.
3: Yeah, I mean, think about when you first learned to tie your shoelaces, right? Somebody, your your parent or whoever was taking care of you had to t- show you each step with the little bunny ears, and, and you had to write it down. Somebody wrote it down for you, and you had to remember each step, and then it became automatic after a time. You didn't need those steps, and then it became so automatic that now you can tie your shoelaces in the dark even if you're blindfolded because you've done it enough times. so yes initially when you're trying to build a new habit you need to deliberately set up the environment so that those steps come to you but if you do it enough times and there's some debate over how long that takes and, you know i've seen numbers like 21 days it takes way longer than 21 days it probably takes two months to solidify a habit it may be even longer and until then we do need those training wheels we need those reminders so, yeah, set them up for yourself, and again, like you said, Dr Paula, the choices are are unlimited, and the only thing that limits us is, is ourselves, right We have unlimited choices in every moment, and you know we have the capacity to make the choices that can that can give us boundless energy and strength and stamina and put us into turbo metabolism so let's make those choices, please.
1: Yes, and that's a perfect place to end this portion of the show. That was a great summary and and um, motivator. Thank you so much, Dr. Vidge. What what a fabulous show. And I'd like to encourage everybody to learn more, to go to his website, DrVidge.com, and to purchase his book, Turbo Metabolism. Thank you for being on the show. And I'd like to thank my listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to paulajoyce.com and like us on Facebook, read my latest blog, and purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. Learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, space clearings, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the body the ultimate creative problem-solving process. And if you mention this show, get you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing mentally physically and emotionally by my private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Jethrya, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. She's the archangel of positive change and forward movement, one step at a time, like Dr. Vidge was talking. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Jethrya, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me make the changes I need in order to improve my health. Ask for her help when you wake up, when you go to sleep, any time of day or night. When you need to change an old habit, pay attention to sign synchronicity and new information coming your way. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you make positive changes because she is. Please join us next Thursday when Mary Floyd Tony Odo will talk with us about money, manifestation, and miracles. And on March 15th, when Corrine Zupko will talk with us about letting go of fear and finding lasting peace. And if you live in Dallas, I invite you to experience my ultimate creative problem-solving meetup group. Just go to my website, PaulaJoyce.com. This is Dr. Pauly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life,